Good morning and welcome to episode 130 of the Morning Light Show. Before you listen to this episode on radical inclusivity, I urge you to go back and listen to yesterday's episode on abundance mindset if you haven't done that already because it serves as a really nice foundation for what we're going to talk about today. Okay, so radical inclusivity. This is a term that I've heard several different times in different scenarios, and we're going to talk about what it means exactly, and then I want to personalize it for you and have you think about and reflect what it means for you. And then finally, we'll talk about how we can practice radical inclusivity. Because just like abundance mindset, this sense of being radically inclusive is not our natural way of being. We tend to be trained and wired in our survival brain in a way that says, oh, no, I'm only going to be with people that are like me and of my tribe. So radical inclusivity is breaking the the bounds and the bonds of being stuck in that tribal mentality and, you know, leaving people out because there's not enough, because there's lack. So we're going to push into that today and hopefully help you break out of any mindset that you have that restricts your level of inclusivity, not just of other people, but also of ideas, ways of living, etc. Welcome to the Morning Light Show. I'm your host, Adair Cates. This show will offer you insights and inspiration to free your spirit, open your heart, and start your day off light and bright. I've heard the term radical inclusivity several times in different scenarios and experiences. And so I decided it would be good for me to touch base with my friend Google and see what Google had to say about the term radical inclusivity. And one of the first things that came up was Burning Man. If you're not familiar with what Burning Man is, it's a week-long experience in the desert with like-minded people, and it's heavily based on um, a philosophy of abundance and giving and connecting with people. And there's some documentaries out there, and you can feel free to go look around on the Burning Man website if you're curious. But radical inclusivity is one of the philosophies of Burning Man. They actually have 10 principles that they base this week on. And then outside of the week where everyone comes together, they have groups all over the world that meet and cultivate this new and different way, spiritually minded way of living out in the world in hopes that they can change the greater mindset from scarcity to lack. Okay, so let's just talk about what those 10 principles are, because I think it will help you kind of get an idea of exactly what radical inclusivity is and what are some of the other things that are ancillary practices around radical inclusivity. Okay, so radical inclusion is their first principle. Then gifting, decommodification, which basically says no commercial sponsorships, no transactions, no advertising, radical self-reliance, radical self-expression, communal effort, 
civic responsibility, leaving no trace, participation, and immediacy. So again, if that's something that you're curious about, definitely go look it up, go watch one of the documentaries. But I want to focus my energy today on this term radical inclusion. As I've been thinking about this episode and planning out this episode, I've had different thoughts about what that actually means. And in the middle of the night last night, I actually woke up thinking like, oh my gosh, one of the best examples I can think of radical inclusion, or really it's opposite to help us understand what it means is that person that goes into the cafeteria and gets their lunch and then goes and sits at a table all alone and the students proceed to laugh at that person and make fun of them because they're by themselves versus going over to them and inviting them to sit with them and being inclusive. I don't know about you guys, but my cafeteria definitely had people that sat alone. And I think in today's school, they they do things to make it so that doesn't happen as frequently. I remember a friend telling me, that her daughter at their school, they had a bench. And if anybody went to go sit on that bench, it meant that they didn't have someone to play with. And the job of everybody else in the playground was to make sure if there was somebody on that bench that they went over them, went over to them and included them in their play. So that is radical inclusivity. It's going beyond our comfort zones. It's going beyond our own mindsets, our own tribes, our own ways of thinking to make sure that we include everyone, that we are all inclusive. So maybe that's another way to look at it is some people like to go on these all-inclusive trips. And what that means is you pay for the vacation. And once you put that money in, you got everything included. You got food, you got drinks, you got experiences, you got your hotel room. And that's what we're talking about with radical inclusion is how can we make sure that everybody feels a part, that everybody feels connected. So I think my first instinct was to think about how can I make sure that I'm radically inclusive of others and look at them in ways that are, you know, open-minded and accepting. And even if their views are very different from mine, how do I still honor who they are as people with this new mindset of being radically inclusive. However, as I continue to look up um, articles and resources on radical inclusivity, I came across a pretty cool article from medium.com and I'll put a link to it as well, where someone made basically took the 10 burning man principles and decided to live them out for a year and see what was different in her life if she did that. So she started with radical inclusion since that's their first principle And she tried it out for 30 days. And I thought it was really interesting that she first learned, the most important thing that she learned was radical inclusivity is different to every, different for everybody. So depending on who you ask, they're going to have a different interpretation for it. So she said that the first thing she had to realize was, I can't just have my opinion in this. I've got to have other people's opinions in it as well. So when she started asking around to her friends, what does radical inclusion mean to you? Here's here's a couple sentences from the article that she wrote. She says, for some, radical inclusion was more of an inward process of being open and non-judgmental in your thoughts. For others, it was more external and focused on welcoming people into your life, your passions, thoughts, and feelings, 
And for some, it was about putting yourself out there and stepping out of your comfort zone to include yourself in new activities. So what what do you think of when you think of radical inclusivity? Where does your mind go? And hopefully it makes you a little bit uncomfortable because that's the whole point of this is we've, many of us just gotten really comfortable in this scarcity lack mindset because it's just what we see around us. It's what we know. But if we want something different in our lives and if we'd like to see our world be a more connected, welcoming, loving place, then we absolutely have to get outside of our comfort zone to be more inclusive. Okay, so a couple things that she came up from this came up with from this article were quite inspiring. So she had a few lessons that she learned and then basically kind of laid out, okay, here's here's how I figured this out. If you don't do these certain things, then there's no way that you can be radically inclusive. So I'm going to read through those and just talk you through those and see what resonates most in your life. Okay. Number one, she says, you can't be inclusive if you're not paying attention. You absolutely must be fully present, fully mindful, and not totally wrapped up in your own thoughts and your own world. I see this happen a lot with people that struggle with anxiety and even depression. They get so wrapped up and wound up in their own stuff that it's very hard for them to pay attention to the world around them. So they inevitably are not radically inclusive because they're so stuck in their own stuff. So you have to be paying attention. And she says everything from just smiling and saying hello to people on the street and looking people in the eye and not breaking eye contact with them was really critical in this journey to be more inclusive. Okay, the next thing that she found was you have to smile. You look a lot better and it lifts your mood. So it's that whole principle of your mind changes your body, but your body also changes your mind. So when we smile, it actually helps release some of the neurochemicals and the neuropeptides that make us feel happier. So the more she smiled at other people and it, it, she noticed that it changed them and made them smile and it changed her body posture as well. She said, focusing on inclusion makes you aware of your judgments. That's the next principle or notice that she had is once you start to become more open and more inclusive, you realize how judgmental you can be. And there's this whole us versus them conversation in terms of politics, religion, all those things that we don't like to talk about with people when we first meet them. It's this whole us versus them mentality. So when we think about being inclusive, it makes us question our own judgments, which is a really good thing. She said the next thing that she realized is that people are wonderful, and I absolutely love that. She said that by being with people, she part of her practice was to intentionally be with groups of people that she normally would not be with, and she said, you know, she always had all these preconceived notions as she was going into these interactions with people, but was totally surprised by how lovely the people were every time that she encounter this new and different group of people. Okay. The last thing that she said was you have to go first. So in her experiment, she wanted to say good morning to everybody she passed on the sidewalk. And she said 90% of them did not say good morning back. And she was like, man, am I just annoying people? And then one day 
Somebody finally said good morning back and it was like this light went off inside of her and she was so happy and felt like she had finally started to make some rumbles and shift some things in the world because somebody spoke back to her. So you do have to go first. Don't wait for other people to be inclusive of you. Step out of your comfort zone and be inclusive of them. That's the difference there. That's the key of going beyond yourself to really be out there and serving other people is you absolutely have to go first. Okay. The cool thing in the article, I think probably the coolest thing, and this is what I'll leave you guys with today is some stuff from this document. Again, I'll put a link to it is she actually created this Google doc where people could, everybody was kind of like just crowdsourcing What are some ways that you can be radically inclusive? So I'm just going to read a few of those to you. And if you have any ideas, you can actually still add into this spreadsheet. Okay, so here's some of the action items that you guys may want to try out to become more radically inclusive. And maybe you can start one today. Journal about how radically included people, how you radically included people in the past 24 hours. Say good morning to two to three people every day. Become aware of when passing judgment on others, pause and extend kindness instead. So when you feel that judgment arise, extend kindness. Give a certain amount of compliments to strangers, however many days of the week that you want to do that. Plan an event and invite a bunch of people you don't know well. Offer your home as a safe haven short term for battered women and kids. Be a couch surfing host and invite the guests to do your normal life stuff with you. Invite a foreign friend or colleague home with you for the holiday. Pick up a hitchhiker. Invite a new friend to a fun event. Take a new person at your workplace to lunch. Take people rock climbing, rock climbing or bouldering that have never been before. And that the person that put that in, put in parentheses, that's a hobby of mine. Buy a meal for a homeless person and enjoy the meal with them. And then I'll just wrap up with one more because you guys can jump on and read the list as well. Share on Facebook vulnerably and authentically about things you deeply struggle with, especially your fears and obstacles. Be transparent about what's really going on. Sometimes in social media, all we see are the happy times, and the good times. So I agree that sometimes it's good to go on and share something that's a struggle and you'll find a lot of people who will share in that struggle with you and help lift you up as well. Okay, go out into the world, be radically inclusive, open your heart, open your mind, be kindness and love in action. And we will continue talking about how to live this abundant mindset in action and these radical ways of living in our following episodes this week. Tomorrow's episode in particular, we are going to go into the concept of what I call radical presence or radical confidence. So tune in if that's a topic that sounds interesting to you. That's a wrap for this episode of The Morning Light Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and share with your loved ones. And for more insights and inspiration, check out my website at firstleadyou.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you next time.